Welcome to the Investing in Oil and Gas.com podcast, where Mike brings you in the game and on the drilling rig. And now, Mike May. Hello again, this is Mike, and we recently received a drilling permit to drill our well that we're going to drill very soon. And in Texas, the oil and gas industry is regulated by the Texas Railroad Commission. So whenever you want to drill a well, you apply to the Texas Railroad Commission and fill out what's called a Form W-1 or W-1. And the title of the form is Railroad Commission of Texas Oil and Gas Division Application for Permit to Drill, Recomplete, or Reenter. So whenever you want to drill a well, you fill out this Form W-1. And I submitted it recently and it was approved. And it's just a simple one-page form, and nowadays you submit everything online, so you submit it electronically as opposed to on paper. But the form hasn't changed. It's been the same for years and years and years. It's just that now it's a PDF form instead of a, a paper document. I thought I would run through the form and just let you know what's on a drilling permit application. And actually, the drilling permit application and the permit itself are the same form. They simply take the application and add a few numbers to it to indicate that it's been approved. So Form W-1 is both the application and the approved permit. So in the upper left, we have the API number. API is American Petroleum Institute. And every well in the United States has a unique API number. Kind of like every person has a unique social security number. The API number is usually a 10-digit number. The first two digits indicate the state, so 42 means Texas. Then the next three digits indicate the county, and in Texas there's 256 counties, so each county has its own three-digit number. And then finally there's a five-digit number at the end that is unique to that well within the county. So there's a two-digit number that indicates the state, a three-digit number that indicates the county, and then a unique five-digit number for all wells within that county. Next, there's a drilling permit number, and in our case, that's a six-digit number. So that's the number for this drilling permit. In box one, we have our Railroad Commission operator number that's unique to our oil company. In box two, there's the name of our oil company. In box three, there's the address. And then in box six, you indicate the purpose of the application. In our case, we have new drill marked, but it could be a new well like we are drilling, or it could be a recompletion, or it could be a reclassification, or a field transfer, or a reentry, or an amendment to a previous form. In box seven, we indicate what kind of well. So the choices are vertical, horizontal, directional, or sidetrack. In our case, we're drilling a vertical well. In box eight, you indicate the total depth. So this is the total depth that you are permitted to drill to. This is your anticipated total depth. In box nine, there's a question, do you have the right to develop minerals under any right of way? In our case, that does not apply. In box 10, there's a question that says, is the well subject to statewide rule 36? In other words, is it a, an H2S area? And our answer is no. 
In box 11, you have the railroad district number. Well, the state of Texas is divided up into several districts. Each one of them covers multiple counties. So we have our district number in box 11. In box 12, we have the county. And then in box 13, we indicate the surface location as being either land or in a bay or inland water or offshore. In our case, it's on land. In box 14, you have the distance to the nearest town. So we're so many miles away from the nearest town in such and such direction. So we're so many miles north of the nearest town. In box 15 and 16, you can indicate the section or block if it applies. Block 17 is the survey name. Block 18 is the abstract name. In Texas, we have surveys and abstracts that go back to the days of the Spanish land grant. We do not use the township and range that most of the United States uses. In box 19, we have the distance to the nearest lease line. And in our case, that is more than 467 feet. So that means we do not need to worry about uh, being too close to our neighbors. Box 20 is the number of contiguous acres in the lease. And then box 21 and 22 are our perpendicular distances to the nearest lease line and the nearest survey line. So in our case, we're so many feet from the north line and so many feet from the west line of the lease, and again, so many feet from the north line and so many feet from the west line of the survey that we're in. Box 23 says, is this a pool unit? And in our case, the answer is no, but the choice is yes or no. Box 24 is a unitization docket number, which does not apply to us because we're not in a unit. And box 25 asks, are you applying for substandard acreage field? And the choices are yes or no. In our case, the answer is no. In box 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, and 32, it's all information about field designation. So you're saying, what field do you anticipate producing from? So we've indicated that we're in a particular railroad commission district and probably in a certain field number and the field name and it's going to be an oil well with a particular completion depth. And in our case, there are no other wells on our lease that are producing from this field because we don't have any other wells on this lease right now. So that's it. That's everything on a Form W-1 drilling permit. So we filled out this form, we submitted it electronically, and we received approval relatively soon afterward. And the Railroad Commission used the same form and added our API number, which they're assigning to this well, the drilling permit number, and over under status, the word approved. So now we have our drilling permit and we are ready to drill the well. That's going to be all for this episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find us on investinginoilandgas.com. If you want to be contacted about drilling opportunities, there is a place on there to sign up for our email list. If you're interested in that, you'll probably want to be on that list. Thank you again, and I will see you in the next episode. Visit us at investinginoilandgas.com and join our email list.